Hi guys, it's Ali and Theo, and we're back with another episode of the Undecided Gen Z. This is the podcast where we talk about everything going on in the world from a Gen Z perspective. Welcome back. Hello. It's good to be back. It's good to, I don't know, <laughs> be here with you all, with the listeners. Um, oh. Oh. Feeling good today. It's a nice touch the intro. Just a little warm welcome. <laughs> No, it is great, of course, guys. Um, happy Halloween. We're currently recording this on Halloween. It'll be a few days mm. post but when you hear this, but right now we're in the midst of spooky season, so boo. A little spookiness. It's also our 80th <laughs> episode, so very fitting. Yeah, true. And I don't know why eight is like a spooky number Oh, is it? Today. Is eight a spooky number to no, you? No. Oh. I don't know. For me, it I is. I mean, eight... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I'm just like making this up in my mind today. <laughs> no, it is very spooky. Yes, so it's perfect. We're here, Halloween night. The ghouls are outside. The trick or treaters, guys. If you hear any noises outside, it's probably the trick or treaters coming to take our candy. <laughs> um, so this episode is filled with dilemmas, filled with you know some problems that you want us to. I don't know if the right word is help with because we don't really know no. how to help, but to give some thoughtless <laughs> advice on. No, I'm sure we'll put some thought to it. Uh, it just might not be great thoughts. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. look, at the end of the day, there is nothing yeah. scarier than our <laughs> listeners' problems. So yeah. we're going to dive into- <laughs> And boy, do we have a list. We do have a list. Of dilemmas. We're going to be diving into all kinds of issues, things you guys are going through because at the end of the day, we are here for you. And that's what this is about. That's what Halloween is about. <laughs> It's that, and it's like, do we have a review? Because I need this ego boost here. She's, she's feeling down. She's coming into this episode. Uh, need a bit of pick-me-up, <laughs> ready for this review. Um, no. Which, <laughs> which, unfortunately, she won't be getting. <laughs> it's all right. I'll um, power through. Uh, thanks, guys, for nothing yet again. Yeah, for but, our um, 80th episode, you'd think we could have got a little, little, little something, <laughs> something. Even if you didn't want to go all the way it's to okay, Apple Podcasts, okay. a little nice DM could have been. Yeah, uh, didn't even no, get a DM. We did actually, well, we did get a DM about something which I thought would be interesting to share because a couple of weeks ago, we had anonymous dm Was it for a dilemma or? No, I think it was an Am I the Arsehole? And she came into our DMs asking basically for advice on this situation she had a video of her teacher oh a video of her teacher was it was it confirmed that she was doing coke or the video just looked like she was doing drugs i think it was confirmed but she tried to play it off like it was not that's right and it was like yes so she was a health coach and influencer and a teacher and she had a video um which was like do i send it to the school and expose my teacher uh and then it got Mm. it came out that she was like oh no it's just a piss take of the video of the um nadia Bartel video. It's just a joke. Well, there's been an update to the story. Mm-hmm. That is, she came back into our DMs this week and said, Gang, I have an update about the Coke teacher. I love that that's her name now, the Coke teacher. <laughs> she has been fired and has changed her story multiple oh. times. She is now claiming it was a TikTok trend. And <laughs> I these haven't TikTok seen that trend, trends are wild. Go off. <laughs> yep. I never ended up emailing the video to the school, but I think it got around to students. The same teacher has also done a cheeky delete of the messages she sent to me. Oh, we love to see it. I forgot what our advice was. I think our advice was like, it's a bit petty to send the video, but like go off, like do it, why not? <laughs> but we were like- <laughs> Well, because she ended up messaging the that girl directly, the teacher, and saying, you might want to check this out, mm. like this video is going around, not a good look. But then there was an up to another- uh, add on to that when she said she also has been caught having sexual relationships with students that graduated, which isn't allowed, and an apparent sex tape. Oh, all right. So she deserved to get fired. Let's put it that way. Um, wow. Okay, starting off the dilemma strong. Uh, mm. We love to see it. Thank you for that update. As I said, I love updates with dilemmas. I just want to know why none of my teachers at high school were this excited. This is a health coach turned influencer <laughs> yeah, turned teacher think- turned coke addict turned porn star turned groomer oh, for yeah. ex-students. We didn't get any of that. <laughs> no, I think. But no. before we jump into some more dilemmas, Theo, how's your past week been? No, so my week has been pretty uneventful, to be honest, but I did have two quick points of discussion I wanted to chat about because obviously it is Halloween and recently I've got into a bit of a, um, I don't know, maybe it's my dark era, but I'm going into a bit of a Halloween 
like oh. scary movie face because my sister is obsessed and she mm-hmm. just watches them like on repeat and then just lives in a constant state of like being terrified. But so she always, try, whenever we're home, <laughs> like the two of us are not doing anything, she tries to con- convince me to watch one. And can I just say, it is mm-hmm. so hard to find a good scary movie. Yes, it is. I haven't watched something. Oh, I don't remember the last thing I watched that was actually scary. Or maybe it's because like <laughs> half the times that I do watch scary movies, I hide behind somebody. <laughs> but, well, weren't you watching Halloween on watched, Friday? Yeah, but it was not scary. Oh. It was actually hilarious. Oh. I found it so funny. Like, for example, guys, I'm going to picture, if you haven't seen Halloween, there's this yeah. one scene where Michael Myers, like the baddie, he stabs this guy with a kitchen knife. Get this, a kitchen knife. Sure. It somehow goes through the guy and pins this guy up onto a door. Oh. How does Ow. a kitchen knife go through a person <laughs> into Out a door into and the holds door. them there? Oh, I don't yeah, know, but it sounds them painful. Up. It was just hilarious. Like, there was just so many moments that I was like, okay. I love that. This man was stabbed through the chest with a kitchen knife. It was so funny. <laughs> no, I think it was the music and, like, just that it was not scary. I don't know if it was the era that it was made in um, and, like, that's why it's not scary. But I'm actually – sorry to steal your little talking point. I actually started watching on um, – I forgot what streaming service, but there's. It's called I Know What You Did Last Summer, but oh. it's the TV show. I know show. what you did last summer. Ew, we hate Sean and Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like a scary show. Um, and is it actually scary? Like Halloween. Like it's no, that not it, really. Exactly. <laughs> What's the point? It's just like exactly everything's like advertised as scary, and I don't know if I'm just like not faced by anything anymore. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, right. I'm kind of like, like that would happen. Ha 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 No, exactly. I watched the last week, this new Netflix one, there's someone inside your house. Absolute trash. Do not recommend. And then on Friday, <laughs> I watched The Blair Witch Project, which is supposed to be like a classic. I've been so excited to watch it for a long time. You know, it's the kind of with the cameras in the forest, like doo-doo-doo. And it was also oh, yeah. just junk and so disappointing. <laughs> So I'm like, how how do I get something scary which is actually going to thrill me? Because then I started watching Scream and like you said with Halloween, I was like, this is so comical. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yes. And like Scream is supposed to be kind of funny, but, you know, the guy with like a costume, black costume, and he's just kind of running around waving the the <laughs> the knife and you're like, what the, the heck? Anyway. If anybody has any suggestions for some scary movies or like actual scary stuff, please hit me up because I want to be scared. Like I was, I went into this Halloween being like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down and watch a scary movie. And I was disappointed. The the other thing which came up with this week, which is a funny little discussion point, and I'm keen to hear a few because I feel like this could be something which you might relate to or you might end up taking offense to that. But we were in the car last night as like a whole family, which was kind of random. And we were driving to my grandparents to like go out for dinner post COVID, like see the grandparents. Mm -hmm. And the topic of conversation went to driving. And we're talking about like the differences between driving and like the city and the country. And my sister was going about how like she is so uh, kind of insecure about driving the city just because she never does. And it like very much scares her because we live in like a country Mm -hmm. town. So it's very different type of driving, right? And so she was talking about mm-hmm. how driving just makes her so insecure and, you're, you know, you're thinking about all these things like, am I going too slow? Am I in someone's way? Like, am I going the right way? Am I stopping? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's kind of like, you know, when you're insecure, when you're thinking about, are my windscreen wipers going too fast? Are my windscreen wipers going faster than everyone else's? And I was <laughs> like, hold on, what? And she's like, yeah. I never thought of that. <laughs> I was like, what? Because she's just listing all these like car driving insecurities, which are like fairly reasonable. And then mentions the fact that she is gets nervous and insecure about the fact that like are her windscreen wipers going at a different speed to everyone else. <laughs> um, look, I'm a really anxious person, but I have to say well, that is never, <laughs> never crossed my mind. <laughs> If anyone relates, it's going to be, it's, it would be Ali. But I was in yeah, for sure. shock thinking, what do you mean? Like, surely your windscreen wipers are just going as fast as you need to combat the weather. And yeah. she's like, what? No, like if mine are going like super fast and everyone else is going slow, then people are going to be judging me because, because like, why? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I haven't felt that. But legit the other day, so... 
I go out of my house and I have to drive to to work, right? And I go out of my house yes. and up in Sydney they have jacaranda trees. Oh. And I happen to park underneath a jacaranda tree and I walk out and my car is covered. Like I'm talking completely covered in jacaranda like flower leaves and sap. So these leaves are oh, like stuck. Okay. So I'm That's like trying pretty. to I'm already like running a little bit late. So I'm trying to like yeah. get No, it's not. It's all on the top of my car. It looks like I don't care. So, I'm so embarrassed. This is my car insecurity. I'm so embarrassed driving. Like, I don't have time to wash anything. I can't see out of the back of my car because it's all, like, sapped up. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to stop. I have to stop and, like, wash it off with- um at a, you know, service station. Oh, my god! So, I stop. I'm quickly, like, running around trying to wash it off. It's not coming off. The whole top of my car is still covered, but I don't have time to wash that. So, I have to drive with all these, like, shiny clean cars in the, like, city <laughs> of Sydney with this, like, beaten up. Like, my car's not that great because I've, you know, sure. hit a couple things. Anyway, it's, like, beaten up and then it's got all these, like, leaves Taken and out. sap mm. all over it. And it was horrifying. And then Wait, but who are you scared of, work. like, seeing it? Like, the random people driving past or people at work? Yes. Pull up. That gives me anxiety. Even though they've got no everybody, idea who you are. Anybody, <laughs> no, anybody seeing this car and being like, what the hell is this? Right. Anyway, I finish work and I'm like, I have to find somewhere, like a, uh, what is it called? Car wash. Sure. I have to find a car wash to clear my car. Like, this is too embarrassing. So, I get in my car and I'm just, like, so embarrassed. Like, I'm getting, like, shaky. I'm so anxious that everybody's looking at my car. Anyway, I finally find, like, a car spot. <laughs> I pull up and it was one of those ones where there's people there that, like, you pay, but then there's still, like, you drive through the car so it's automatic. I don't know. It was very different. Wait, what do you mean? Just a normal automatic anyway, car wash? Kind of, but then there was people at the start who, like, oh. you, that you, like, gave your car to and they had, Do like, handheld ones that they'd spray it. No, they'd spray it at the start. Right. They didn't fully clean it, but then you go through the car wash. Okay. Anyway, he looks at my car. I have the window. He looks at my car and he's like, ah. And I'm like, yeah, can I just get the best you've got? And he's like, yeah, did you park underneath the tree? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, mm, what? this is sap. And I was like- Okay. And like, I was like, can you just give me the best you have? Mm. And he was like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be about $29 because this is a lot. And I was just like sitting there (laughs) and I was driving through and I was like, oh. And then there was like three or four guys all spraying my car before I go into the drive thing because it was just so much. Anyway, that was embarrassing. That is a car. How many, Jeepers, how many flowers (laughs) are on this car for a car wash guy to be judgmental? His whole job yes, is seeing dirty car cars. Got- <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That is my car insecurity. But windshield wipers, I'm sorry <laughs> to your sister. It's not one. Jeepers, okay. It's not one of mine. Or I'm not there yet. No, well, I think you should turn this into something. It's like that, um, was it it's a girl on TikTok or an influencer or something the other day who had the car which she put chia all over and she was growing the green chia. Oh, my mum was telling yes. me about this. This could be your thing. That's Grow flowers out of your car. Who'll be stopping to take photos no, with the- I'm so fine. No? No. I'm okay. so good. I'm so okay. That, like, the thought of having a chia car brings me so much anxiety. Really? So, no, thank you. That's not the type yeah. of attention we're after. No, not mm. at all. Yeah, no, I don't have any car insecurities either, I don't think, in terms of what people think about me. Because I'm like, most for the most part, I'm just driving around and no one is seeing me. My only one is, like, the inside of my car. Like, if someone's getting in, I'm like- scared they're judging what's in there or I'm like quickly trying to hide <laughs> all the trash and the leftover Macca's bags. <laughs> oh, no. See, I think mine's the outside of my car. The inside doesn't bother me because I'm barely in it, so it's not really dirty. Right. But the outside, yeah. it's stressful. Yes. <laughs> anyway, how about you? Honestly, my week's been pretty okay. It's been uneventful, kind of, in the way that like I've been doing a lot more at- adulty things and i know we had an episode a couple of weeks ago about adulting you know yeah we talked a lot about becoming an adult and all the stuff and responsibilities that come with that and i feel like i really had a huge turning point this week because we just got notice that 
November the 1st, so tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, yeah. Crazy. International travel is now open. Right. So, my Wait, brother's like getting open married. open for book and busy, off you go. Yes, like you can fly anywhere. Wow, okay. Um, if you're fully vaccinated. So, my brother is getting married in Atlanta. And at like before I knew, I was like, oh, I can't go because of COVID. Obviously, like Australia is not letting- you know, their borders open. Yeah. But as soon as I heard the information, I was like, oh, my God, I have to go. I have to go see oh my, my brother God. get married. At this point, I, like, don't have enough money to go. Like, I have half of the money that it would take to go fly over. And I would have had to fly over, like, this week, at the end of this week coming up. Yeah, right. And I was, like, begging my mum for a couple of days. I was like, mum, this is really important to me. Like, begging her, come on, like, I want to go. <laughs> and, like, the usual stuff that I do. The usual, like, mum, please. Like, <laughs> I, I really want to go. <laughs> Jeepers, she pulled um, out the P please word. Pay for this. How could she say no? <laughs> um, like I was begging her and I was really like, I don't understand why she's not going to pay for this. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, rude. <laughs> um, it's like my brother's wedding. Like you should let me go. <laughs> anyway, then I had a conversation with a friend and she was like, Ali, you can't like, she's like, because I was being like, I really just want somebody to make the decision for me if I should go or if I should not. Yeah. Because if I were to go, I would have to, like, put my life on hold. Like, I would have to tell work I can't work. I'd have to not study. Like, it was just, like, all of this stuff. And I'd have to ask my mom to, like, front the money for me. Sure. She's like, Ali, be reasonable. If you want an opinion on, like, whether you should go or not, she's like, you shouldn't. And oh. I was like, ah. Oh. And she's like, I don't mean this to be rude, but think about it. Like you're an adult now oh. and you like have to make adult decisions. And she's like, she was like, oh, I, I would really love to go overseas and lots of people would really love to go overseas, but you can't because you don't have the money. And I was like, shit. <laughs> it was just like a whole, it was a whole revelation in my mind, which I've never had. Like, which sounds so freaking privileged, but a revelation in my mind that I was to like, be told no. oh, she's so right. No, not told no. It was more of like, no, it wasn't. This was my friend, not my mom saying yeah. this, by the way. My, so um, it was just like, a, oh, I kind of get that. I was like, I can't afford to go over to America. Yes, I'd really like to, mm. but I can't afford to go. And if I wanted to do that, like, I should, like, have to save for it myself, you know? Yeah, right. And pay for a ticket myself because I'm an adult and that's what you do. You can't just go fly over whenever you want and, like, be indebted to my mom with more money. So I was like- that makes sense. And then she was like, I was also like, with work, you can't, like in the past, I would have just like, you know, quit my job and run away, <laughs> but you can't. You have to give your <laughs> give your work notice and like take time off and be an adult yep. and be responsible. And I was just like, this is my turning point. This is me <laughs> becoming an adult. So basically- I am now officially an adult. If you need any advice to be an adult, I've got everybody. <laughs> I think um, if people because- need advice to be an adult, they need to go to this friend of yours. <laughs> this is the one we all need. True. <laughs> but no. But all, now all, I understand. Yeah. Like, as adults, you have to earn your own money. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds so obvious. <laughs> but I like, hope no, everyone is taking notes right now. serious. Yeah. Take notes, guys. You've got to, like, earn your own money and you've got to be responsible for the re- responsibilities that you've taken on, you know? Yes. So, that's my new my new phase of life is, okay, there's things I want to do, but just because you want to do them doesn't mean you should or get to be able to do them. And, yeah. So, yeah, now, I, I- I'm not going to America <laughs> and I'm not going to my brother's wedding, which is sad, but I am like, okay, I just have to do the stuff I need to do. I've got to work. I've got to save if I want to go and that's okay. So that's been my way. And I mean, I can also <laughs> see how it's kind of hard when, you know, we do talk so much about and everyone talks so much about like doing the best thing in terms of like your happiness and like don't miss out on things, like make the most of every opportunity. So there would be a mm. lot of kind of FOMO and being like, yes, I might have to like sacrifice stuff or lose my money, but this is my brother getting married in America. Like this is a one-time opportunity. Mm. So it would be hard to yeah. kind of battle that. There was but- that 100%. And like part of me was like, I'll never come back. I'll just fly over there. Because <laughs> I was like, originally I was like, I'll go for a week. And mom was like, I'm not paying for you to fly over to go for a week. And I was like, okay, right. that's true. So I was like, okay, I'll go longer than a week. But then I was like, all of these appointments that I have and work that I have, I'd have to cancel. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I was really tossing and turning. And then this just made it clear that sometimes you can't run away from your problems. <laughs> you actually have to deal with them. 
and you can't run away from responsibility, but that's fine. We're okay. No, good on you. Thank you. But yes, another thing that happened though was, which probably like, I hope other people get, I don't know if you'll get this though. All right, I'll try. socializing in groups. I don't know why I have a huge problem with it. Oh. Like I'm fine with three to four people, but as soon as it gets past three to four people, I like, there's like a struggle that I have. I don't understand. Like, Mm. I'm constantly worried. I'm anxious. I can't be myself. I'm, like, hidden in the shadows. This sounds so dramatic. But, like, but not, like, I just feel like I go quiet because I noticed I went out with some friends last weekend and I just, I was fine at the start. There was, like, four of us. I was chill. I felt very comfortable. And then we went and met up with more people and I didn't really know how to act. I felt... It was like I felt unsafe, which I spoke to my therapist after, but like <laughs> I felt like a bit of discomfort yeah, right. because I felt unsafe and I was like, this is just weird. I don't know how to kind of go through the motions with bigger groups. And I spoke to another friend and she was like, yeah, I completely get that. But I don't know if it's because I've had like past experiences in groups like that has made it like hard or like scary or if it's just like an actual thing that people like feel that like bigger groups are harder to be yourself in and have fun in. Have you felt that there? No, I definitely agree with that. I think if if it's a small group, say like three or four, as you say, I think like for me, I find it very easy to be kind of the biggest kind of version of myself or to like put myself out there the most, mm. um, maybe the most natural, but also I'm just not sure what the most natural version is. Um, but as soon as there's like a big group, <laughs> I definitely am like, no, this is like, too scary. I'm never going to be like the biggest person in that group. Mm. And what I'll do is like tend to like latch yeah. onto, not latch, but you know, you'll kind of like find one person or two people and kind of put most of your energy there, if that makes sense. Yeah. But then I just like find it so hard because in those groups, like if you don't have a person to like latch onto or like be with, then it's like you feel like the odd one out. And it got to the point, it was like 2 a.m. by this point, but the night wasn't over to the point where I was just like sitting there and I was like, I've got to go home because this is just too much. It was just like too much like for me to handle like this big group of people that I like barely knew. Like I knew some of them, yeah, but like yeah. it was just a lot. And I was like, I wonder if like other people were going through that in the moment. Cause there was just like, like I'm finding parties and stuff. Cause I guess you've got your group of friends, but like, as soon as like, it's like a small gathering when you don't know everybody, I don't know. It's just very weird. Yeah. It, definitely. Me. If anyway. you don't know everyone. And then for example, if you go with a couple of people and like they're closer with other people or you're very much mm. like the, newer person it can definitely be exactly yeah anyway that was just another little experience that i had but instead of my dilemmas i think we should jump into some other people's dilemmas yes so we got this dilemma oh and i don't i don't know how we can help but (laughs) we'll try we'll try so either help or we'll just uh bond over uh making a mockery of this person (laughs) yes okay this person says (laughs) Low-key got feelings for my boyfriend's best friend, who was also a very close friend of mine. We're so similar, he's referred to us as brain twins before, and it's only getting more intense. Oh. Ah! Not the brain twins. I don't think I've ever heard that before, but that's that's kind of fun. That's a new, like, relationship yeah, like goal. That. Get yourself a brain twin. <laughs> Look, there really seems no good way to navigate this at all. Yes, See, like, my question that comes out of this is when does love or feelings overtake potentially being looking like a sketchy person or doing wrong by someone else, if that makes sense? Because I feel like often we kind of say when there's, like, romantic dilemmas is you just need to, like, follow your heart, go for – if you're interested in that person, Mm. go for it. You're wasting your time doing this. But just say this person decides I'm going to follow my heart and go get it on with the boyfriend, best friend, obviously dump the – boyfriend well first off what if the best friend doesn't reciprocate those feelings uh, he's the one out here saying and they're then, brain twins yeah but that could just be friendly you know like that's first off that's like ooh, because then that's really awkward because then you've broken up with your b- boyfriend hopefully you've done that um and then you have to i don't know you've got i don't know you, like you're risking like 
breaking up a best friend okay. friendship but just as well, so you know? She, the, she, it was clear that the boyfriend's best friend was interested in them and she dumped it off with the boyfriend and now she is with the best friend. Obviously, it's a bit dog for the boyfriend or for both, both of them, like the best friend and the ex-girlfriend. Like for him, it sucks. Mm. But do you think they should be able to do that? They should follow their feelings for one another or should they be like, no, this is too dog for the boyfriend like which one should be prioritized? I think it also depends on the ages of people and what type of like relationship it is because if it's like a high school like you know early high school relationship I think it's fine <laughs> um You're 13. but if it's like a real go for it yeah well no that's what I'm saying if it's like a real like you know, you've been together. It's kind of a quite serious relationship that you're in. I don't think it's okay. But should she risk just, lose, finding just, her soulmate to, at the sake of hurting someone else's feelings? No, because I just don't see it paying off. Like, I don't think the risk, like, because either you feel shit and you've broken up a best friendship or they stay friends, the boyfriend and the best friend, and- it's, like, awkward whenever they see each other. I just don't know if it's worth it. Like, I just think there's a lot of people out there and, like, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge advocate for love, advocate for love, but <laughs> I just don't think this one is worth it. I just think it's going to do more harm than good. I'm sorry. I mean, I want to agree. But I'm like, just thinking, like, will she go on for the rest of her life <laughs> being like, I just left my brain to in behind. And if she's already feeling this way, does she no, have well, one foot out the door is, and should she stay in it just for the sake of it well, then? Well, I think, like, it comes down to it. I think you should break up with the boyfriend because you're obviously having feelings for somebody else. Break up with the boyfriend. See how your relationship with the boyfriend's best friend, like, <laughs> what happens there. As in, like, see if you're still friends. But That's what I'm trying to say. being with the boyfriend could be her in to the best friend. No, it's not. There's no in. There's going to be no in no, there that's true. because you're still dating the Best, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So, I think you got to break up and see if there's still like a friendship there. And if the friendship's still there with the best friend, you like keep that friendship for a couple years or a year or so, oh. and then like then True. see if something's if you still feel the same if way. If you're really brain, twins, I think it's a long game. Yes, good point. You can have a bit of patience. Mm, I think there's a long game. And you have to. Oh my god, it sounds so sketchy though. It's like <laughs> play the long game. It was game all part here. of a big strategy. Um, yeah. I think it's okay but to be I think, strategic. Yeah, that's your Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just think you have to take into account of other people's feelings in this. Okay, this next one comes in and it is an am I the arsehole? And the person says this one seems like it's gonna be a bit juicy. It says, Am I the arsehole for giving my ex full custody? Ooh, okay. Oh, my brain is going to so many places. Continue. <laughs> Both of my kids are under the age of five. I had my first at 15 and my second at 17. I knew since before I got pregnant that I wasn't meant for motherhood. <laughs> Sounds like it's going perfectly <laughs> so far. <laughs> I don't have one nurturing <laughs> I don't have one nurturing bone in my body. Oh my oh. I, I like the self-awareness, but if you would use that self-awareness to decide not to get pregnant, might have been a bit of a scenario. Yeah. I would have aborted, but I didn't have that option either times. I was threatened to be kicked out, disowned, ETC. I just feel like I totally effed my life up. Maybe. That's hard. I split up with their dad almost a year ago, and if I'm being honest, I haven't seen them for months. I don't miss them, not even a little bit. Also, she hasn't seen the kids in months. I thought either she hasn't seen the kids or the dad goes by they, them pronouns. Unknown yet. Okay. I feel like this is how my life should have been. I was never meant to be a mother. Their dad asked me a couple of times to take them and I always make excuses not to see them. But I still give him money for things they need like clothes, diapers, food, ETC. I'm willing to pay child support if I have to as long as I don't have to see slash keep them. Ooh. Wow. Jeepers. That's a little intense. That's heavy. Look, I don't think she's the asshole per se. Like it's kind of like putting your kids up for adoption. You're not an asshole for putting your kids up for adoption, you know? No. Okay, so here's my immediate thought, and it's obviously a confusing place to empathise with, but it, I, th- I do kind of feel like it's a bit sketchy. Not to give full custody, I feel like if you just are aware that you can't handle it and the dad is happy to take that on, go for it, and you're splitting up. Like, just because she's the mother yeah. doesn't mean she automatically should do it. That If it makes more sense, go for it. But to be like, I don't want to see them at all, and yeah. I'm refusing to, 
I feel is a little sketch. Like I, I don't necessarily know if you need a full like mothering, nurturing body to see people who are your kids. You knew you weren't meant for motherhood. You went ahead with it. And now you are just kind of rejecting, completely ignoring them, which I do think is a little sketch. Yeah, but it's kind of like if you put a kid up for adoption, you don't assume that you will see that kid. You know what I mean? So she's kind of doing- But she hasn't. But then, yeah, she didn't put them up for adoption. So it's kind of like, I know that there's a lot of things that like, if you get pregnant, it's not, you didn't obviously Mm. sometimes have the choice to get pregnant. Now I'm thinking through it more and I'm like- Maybe it is like putting up for adoption. Oh, this is so difficult. Okay, this one, this really has the, I think this is the hardest one we've done. Because <laughs> like part of me is like the way the way she, she's worded it, it's like you sound a bit like an asshole. But when I think through it, I'm like, but is she really the asshole? Like it's not an asshole thing to not want to be a mother. That's okay. And if you're given them full custody, okay, the, the question is, am I the asshole for giving my ex full custody? I don't think if we're just answering that question, I don't think she's the asshole. But if you take into account all of the backstory she gave us, I'm like, you're not the asshole, but you're kind of the asshole. <laughs> yes. I think oh, but the then there's also the fact that she did what they she think. did want to have an abortion and she wasn't allowed to. So like she Yeah. Okay. I don't think she's the arsehole. Okay. I mean if I have to choose I'm gonna say the arsehole because I'm like it's you don't need a nurturing bone to like hang out with them once or twice or be connected with them. But then I'm like, if you did set clear boundaries and this is what you've established and everyone was happy with that, you're probably not. (laughs) I don't know. I'm saying not the arsehole. You're saying the arsehole. Yeah. Please tell us what you guys think. Moral of the story, if you know you're not no, moral of the story is don't have two kids before you're 18, especially if you've already determined that you're not fit for motherhood. Yes. But some people don't have a choice. You've got to think about that too. Yes. Implied. Uh, good luck okay, to you. Okay, this one is- I hope it works out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, this one is a little a little bit confusing, um, but I'll, I'll get you oh, working out there. Okay. This dilemma says, okay. I have a crush, but they like my best friend and my best friend. <laughs> oh. Right? Wait, is there more? Does it continue? Nope. That that's it. But they like my best friend and my best friend. Um uh, Okay, wait, let, so let, let, let's have clarification. So they have a crush. Okay, makes sense. But they yeah. like my best friend. So the crush likes their best friend and my yeah. best friend. And my best friend. Right. So does she have two best friends and the crush Maybe likes them both? Or- or maybe I have a crush, but they like my best friend and my best friend likes them. This is just me adding to the story. <laughs> <laughs> you can only work with, with what we've been given, guys. That's true. Look, it happens. I'm just going to get rid of the my best friend bit. It happens. <laughs> um, you can't force somebody to like you. Just write out the crush. It will go away. It will go away. But, I mean, the, the, the crush isn't with the best friend, so. Oh, my God. Classic you. No. Well, <laughs> there's no, like we're not stopping any. We're not cutting anyone's grass here. It's just a little crush. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, obviously, if they don't like you and you know that they don't like you, there's nothing you can do about that. I think what we do is we take out the best friend, pop a little summer <laughs> and drink. She's gone, and then they've got no excuse. No other option but to come crawling to you. Still, the closest thing to the best friend. You're suggesting drugging. Uh, did I mention drugs? Something in the drink. I just, um, don't oh. do that. Please oh. don't. Oh, actually, to be honest, I did just pull this one up, and now that I see it. If you look closely, they said. So they've got a. They said uh, they like my best space friend. And my best friend, no space. So perhaps there's like a distinction between best friend and best friend, which we're just not aware of. Is this new terminology? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? This is some detective stuff that we need to get down to. This was your dilemma. Please give us a clarification. (laughs) Um, I really need to Enlighten us. Okay. So after Ali's very good choice of a dilemma, uh, let's get back to the serious (laughs) issues. (laughs) So this one comes in from yet another anonymous listener. Oh, and we're getting into a lot of a uh, lot of issues here. So stay with us. They say, okay. Mm-hmm. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for a year, and I was definitely the one who went after him. 
At about a month before we got together, mm-hmm. I started to question everything regarding my sexuality and gender. It got to the point where I was pretty sure I was gay. I began to dress more like myself, more masculine, and be myself more. Mm-hmm. I had just come out as bisexual before realizing that I thought I might be gay. However, then he started showing signs and liking me back, and I was getting butterflies when he'd text me. I definitely liked him. Okay, she's, she definitely likes it. Right, so yes. Or she definitely did like it. Oh, Because of this, I put all the questions I had about my sexuality behind me and we started dating. The honeymoon phase was great and we were so in love on paper. However, it was the little things that just weren't working for me. The idea of actual sex didn't turn me on at all, but foreplay was great. I'd find myself thinking about women or other scenarios to get myself off and stuff like that. Mm. Slowly, all the questions I had before we got together started coming back and now I'm not sure if I subconsciously think of him as a best friend or whether it's normal to have some change in the dynamic after a year or so of dating. We're both still young and in school. He's my first boyfriend and I've never had a girlfriend. Could it be right person, wrong time? And could all of this just be happening because I don't know enough about myself? Love the podcast and cheers for the help. Jabez. Ooh. Okay, there's a lot going on in this one, but I think I already have my answer. Oh, good. (laughs) good. But I might have to work through it. All right, what we got? But I think that she needs to have a discussion with the boyfriend about the way she's feeling and maybe her sexuality. I think she also has to – I think all of these – the signs are pointing – to her needing to know more about herself. Like to she needs to figure out mm. who she is and she can't fully be in this relationship. I'm not saying she's oh. bi or she's gay because I can't talk on that. But I'm saying that like she needs to figure out what she wants and who she finds attractive and who, who she wants to be with alone and not in a relationship. Right. Could you kind of go for the case mm. of like, well, maybe being in this relationship is helping her figure it out? No. I, as she said, like, in the honeymoon phase, it was fine. But now that they're out of that- <laughs> Or is it bad to be starting- keeping him along as his little, her little guinea pig? Yeah. Well, as, like, for example, one, she's leading the boyfriend on. But one, she's kind of, like, not allowing herself to fully discover who she is and what she likes. Because she does- She is with this other person, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think you're right, Ali, that she should- uh, Oh, that was the first time I directed you by a name. That was really random. Um, I yeah, think you're right. Yeah, it's a bit weird. That. <laughs> That's a great point, Ali. Um, I would just add to that. <laughs> I think she should be open with him too because I think if he's kind of the good vibes and he seems like he's on the same wavelength length that he would kind of understand your feelings. Maybe not understand but be okay with your random feelings. Um, but I also think like if you're still really into this guy but it's just not there like – uh, I think you're saying you still like him, but you're just not you're finding it weird, like sexually. I mean, that's probably still valid, valid relationship or valid feelings to be like, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all kind of a a blur, a spectrum. That was what I was looking for in terms of like romantic feelings and sexual feelings. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're still really into him, that could be a valid relationship. But I agree that mm-hmm. you're better off. I, probably, I, think I think this is probably holding you back from like understanding more. Of yourself, And I think if she did want to stay in the relationship with him, that there definitely needs to be a discussion because it's not okay. Although they are your feelings, like he's part of the relationship too and he has the right to kind of know what's going on um, in your mind kind of, if that makes sense. But I definitely think you need to put yourself first and do what's best for you, which sounds like you need time to know what you want. Yes. You know, I feel like anytime you're in a relationship, lots of your mindset and lots of your thoughts are like going to them and are going to that person. So you're only putting a fraction of the energy into yourself. And you're right. It could be the right person wrong time. Okay. So this dilemma comes in and they say, I'm 20 now and I'm always finding myself comparing what I look like now to what I looked like two or three years ago. I've put on weight since then and seeing photos of myself makes me so sad. I'm actively trying to lose weight, but it doesn't feel like it's working. And it's so disheartening because I know I'm capable of looking how I looked back then. Right. This one, I feel like I fully relate to. Kind of feels like I sent it in myself. (laughs) No. (laughs) But <laughs> but I honestly think 
my only advice for this one is just like keep reminding yourself that like especially for women like your body changes mm. um in your 20s especially as well it's yeah, like yeah. you go through another puberty kind of so like the way you gain and lose weight changes and the way you hold where you like where your weight is held changes everything changes so i think you just need to be kind to yourself and i know that's like so cliche but um just be like kind to yourself and like i've tried and i'm not the best at it but like i'm trying to lose weight now and like trying to change my mentality from like i'm gonna go to the gym and eat healthy and stuff for my health and like to make me feel mentally better rather than i'm doing it to lose weight you'll actually probably lose weight faster, which sounds really weird. Mm. Um, But just because if you're doing it for yourself, it's going to help. The advice I have for comparing yourself, I don't, like, I feel like there's always going to be something you liked better a couple years ago compared to now, like, or maybe you don't like. So I feel like there's always going to be something that you're comparing yourself to, but just, like, try and look at yourself now and see that like you're in this place and just like focus on like where you are instead of being like I wish I was back then because there's Mm. nothing actually nothing you can do you can't turn back time so just being in the present and being like okay I have to just work from where I am now that's the only advice I can kind of give which isn't really advice but just reminding yourself that like yes you might have had being smaller or skinnier or whatever but it's like it doesn't matter because your body's been through what it's been through because it had to do it or you made those choices because you're either coping or yes you just were doing other things so like what you do now just focus on that yeah the, the whole comparison thing to where you are at different points of your life is interesting and the only thing i would probably say is like at every point of your life there's going to be completely different parts of like each area of your life so right now you might be feeling like yikes i felt like i was happier with how my body looked two years ago but if you consider the other aspects of your life and actually look at where you are now in those areas as compared to a couple of years ago you'll probably find that there's areas where you feel much happier about or you feel much proud of yourself in Mm. those areas i think i would just probably take some time to investigate each area of your life and be like, where am I better now? Where do I feel like I've made progress now? So I can be proud of that. I just feel like with your body, you'll probably like two or three years ago, you probably looked back on photos or comparing yourself to something else back then too. So you're never gonna Mm. be in a place where like, you know, I think just focusing what you can do now to help yourself and like, just know that your body that you either gained weight or you lost weight or whatever, your body's changed because it had to change to just cope or deal with what you were going through. Like maybe, I don't know, you lost weight because you were, I don't know. Mm. I I don't want to bring, but like you were doing things differently because that's what you needed to do. No, that's an awesome point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, I think we'll do one more dilemma and save this one to last because this is a (laughs) roller coaster in itself uh, and I'm ready to take you along on it, so... It starts off by saying, I need to know if I'm a terrible daughter for looking on my dad's phone. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't know where this is going to go. Let's get the context. (laughs) This may sound strange, especially because my dad has always been very lovely and kind to my mum, but I think he's cheating on her. This is the deal. (gasps) He has a phone that he only uses for social media, WhatsApp and Facebook. The thing is, a couple weeks ago, he reconnected with one of his friends of school, which also happens to be an ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. This itself isn't, which shouldn't be an issue. And she says this itself isn't a problem. The problem is that since he started talking her with, with her again, he has changed. For starters, he put a password on his phone. He says it. Mm. He, <laughs> he says it is so in his job, nobody will look through it. Every time he gets a notification or a call, he walks outside the room and goes to a private place, which he never did before. And he also started to get job things a little late at night. Okay. is This screams cheating. <laughs> like screams cheating. I've already looked on his phone and found nothing, but I still feel like something else is going on, especially because recently a friend of my dad asked what he was doing at a motel one day. 
I feel like I still have reasons oh. to believe that is cheating, especially because my outcasted aunt told me a couple months ago that my father slept with my uncle wife, but they never told my uncle. Am I a terrible daughter for that? Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What? Hold on. What was that last bit? <laughs> My outcast, my outcasted aunt told me a couple months ago that my father slept with my uncle wife, but they never told my uncle. So okay, that was just a Spanish. He's threw in there very last minute. Yes. Um. So the dad's already cheated on the mum. Well, do we know was that it before, or was it before? I don't know. <laughs> When's the, what's the timeline to this? But like, he this? participated in helping. Well, not he well, participated in somebody else cheating. That's true. But now I'm confused. Is the is the outcasted aunt that's telling her this? Is that the, aunt that the he wife slept with? that she he slept with? And is I would all, assume all. so. I would assume so. Like so. The, so is the uncle the like the brother? Hopefully, the brother of the dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. no! Oh no! No, the aunt is the oh. sister, and the uncle is the brother-in-law, <laughs> and he slept with the or outcasted sister, and that's why she's outcasted. Oh, or maybe it's the mum, the mum's brother that he slept with, or the mum's sister the mom's that he slept brother with. That he slept I mean, with. I mean, the mum's brother's wife that he slept with, or the mum's sister that he slept with. Right. This is all very confusing. Uh, it could be a number of possibilities. Either way, yes, it is a bit sketch. So either he cheated, or he just contributed to cheating in the family, which is sketch. Especially because, yeah. yeah, you cheated on with your brother's wife, or. Your wife's brother, sis- yeah. Either way, his yeah. sketch for that. Anyway, I think he's cheating a hundred percent. All the signs point to it. He he's got to be. I'm sorry, like the motel. Like, why is he in a motel? Like, why does he need well, another phone for like, social media? Why is he in a motel? Well, he could be in a motel for a number of reasons. But my question is, why is the dad's friend coming to the daughter and being like, "Why was your dad in a motel the other night?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's I the context just think of that? that like, I don't get the context of any of this, except that the dad is cheating. I know the dad's cheating. He has to be. The secret calls, the the password on the phone suddenly. Like, just because you didn't find any messages, he could be deleting them. Like, it's very sketchy. Yes. I would still be, I mean, I'm be not, a detective in this. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm not totally convinced because I kind of feel like she might, you know, when you're younger and you kind of enter that detective mode and you're like, I'm going to investigate this. And so if she had this thought that, oh, this ex-girlfriend's come back into his life, yikes, could she be, che- he'd be cheating, then everything he does is going to like reinforce and look more sus than it is. Like he could have put a phone password on his phone for any reason. He could be taking But why does outside. he have two phones? Does he have two? Like why is he been suddenly going out late for work things? What is his job? I need to know this stuff. Like why, why does his job constitute like late nights? Like what's going on? I just think. Follow your gut. He could be He's in a motel cheating. for his job. Why? Yeah. Why I mean, if like the motel is in the same town as his house? Why? And how does the what? How does the friend know he was in a motel, unless like the dad was telling that, which was the context, and they would have talked about why he was there. Yeah. It all just seems very sus. I'm sorry. Unless he's become a drug dealer. That's why he has two phones. So oh, it's, he's taking calls. Yeah. That's why he's at a motel. You know. But That's true. no, I just think keep an eye on him. Um, maybe tell your mum what's going on. Um, or maybe don't. I don't I'm not you're quite a, sure on that. I don't think you're a terrible daughter for it. No, not at all. But Go I do his think he is cheating. <laughs> oh, yeah, the real question, am I a terrible daughter? No, not at all. But I do want to hear more on this. If you if you have a follow-up, I need to mm. know. Please, I'm I think you I'm need invested. to go hardcore on this. You need to get like yeah. the- Pen camera tracking app and device. like hide it in his office. The tracking device. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give us the update. Have you Please. ever snuck onto your mum's phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a regular For sure. Occurrence. I've done it multiple it's times. A- yeah. Right. No, like I used to do it when I was younger. Not so much when I'm older, but like when I was younger, yeah. Interesting. Um, and when I say younger, I mean probably mid-teens. But, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. I admit to it. And I don't think it's terrible. Like, sorry. Sorry about oh. it. <laughs> oh. Mm. But no. Have you? Um, I mean, I think I've probably gone on for like a random reason. I don't think ever to like investigate something or like watch that mysterious text. 
you know. Oh, I have oh. to investigate. Oh, yeah. what were you investigating? Yeah. Um, she was getting texts from this random name and it happened to be her ex-boyfriend and she changed the name of the ex-boyfriend because oh. I deleted his what? contact before in the past when I went on her phone. Oh. <laughs> because the- he was an asshole and He's like he cheated on my mum. So now I'm really telling because he cheated oh on my, my mum. So like, and he was an asshole, oh and I like cursed him out and everything. And I was like, "Why are you talking to this person still?" Uh, and she's like, "I'm allowed to." I was like, "He's in a relationship. Why are you talking to him?" And I got really mad, so I deleted his contact. And he must have like texted oh, her again. Pfft. So she was like, "What's this number?" And then she changed. She must have realized that I deleted his contact, so she changed the name of the person. But I found out it was what? him again. So. Yeah. Oh my! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just casually slipping this in. This needs an episode of its yeah. own. What the? <laughs> uh, right. Drama. Okay. We love Fair it. Fair enough. Jeepers. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I'm surrounded by crazy people. Um, no, that's cool. That's good. <laughs> that's cool. That's good. Um, no, but if any of you guys have any dilemmas that you want us to, you know, give out solid advice on. We got you. Send them through in an anonymous folder, or you can send them through the DMs. Um, our anonymous, yeah, our anonymous. Oh, not folder. Oh, what submission is it box. Folder. Oh uh, yes, yeah, submission <laughs> form. A submission form yeah, is right. in our link tree that you can click on. Um, there's also like people picks or secrets if you want to divulge anything anonymously. But we hope you've enjoyed That's this right. episode. <laughs> yes, we hope you had a fantastic Halloween wherever you were. We would love it if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and it, leave us a cheeky little review. Chuck some five stars on there. Make us feel better at the start of next episode. But if you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> got nothing for you. That's your only option. No. I hope that you guys are having a spookier Halloween than oh. I am, honestly. I hope you found a good TV show. Wait, true. Are you, are you doing anything for Halloween? to death. Me? Yeah. No. Uh, no. I'm going on a date oh. tonight. But no, oh, <laughs> okay. Wait, a date on Halloween um, kind of this could end badly. Just make cool. sure he doesn't yeah, it chop you up and you. It could be a trick, not a treat. You know, maybe he'll yes, stand me up. I was thinking about this before. I was like, maybe he's like booked this day and he's never <laughs> oh, wait, actually yeah, going to shop. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wonder if people do that as like the older version of trick or treating. Let's just set people up on dates and not show up. <laughs> trick. I feel like there's more April Fools. Um, <laughs> But no, we will see you guys next week. Yes, subscribe, follow us on the gram, Theo.McCoy, Undecided Gen Z. But otherwise, we'll see you next Wednesday. In November. That's so weird. November. Oh my God. So crazy. <laughs> Too quick. I can't. Okay. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.